Hello and welcome to Matt D'Elia is Confused. This is Matt D'Elia, a.k.a. M. Diesel, and today was uh, a pretty important day because all of the... Today is Monday. Uh, this is just a, just a preface to everything I want to say. This is late. I'm recording this late on Monday, December 14th. Uh, you'll probably be listening, it to, uh, listening to it on Tuesday at the earliest, though it might go up around midnight tonight. Uh, that being said, when I refer to today, I'm referring to Monday, December 14th. And the significance of Monday, December 14th, 2020, is that all of the people who are pretending that Donald Trump won the election or something magical and mystical and and amazing is going to is going to happen that's going to convince the electors uh to vote for uh to vote against the will of the voters for the 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 person who lost and take the 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 result that the voters decided on and switch it to what uh uh Donald Trump wants which is Donald Trump one, even though he very, very much did not. And so basically what happened today was the electors who are the, I guess, state appointed, um, I don't even fucking know. The electoral college is so fucking confusing, but basically each state, as you all probably know, and if you don't know this, get your fucking head out of your ass, but each state has a certain amount of electors uh elect the electoral college so there's a number of uh that each state gets and on election day if all the votes from all the states that one candidate gets adds up to 270 or higher that candidate wins the presidency okay so joe biden won like 306 electors or something like that and so today is the day that each state makes it official the electors officially sort of like have a fucking bullshit boring hearing and they're like in front of microphones in in a court and they they're all like do we concur yay or nay or whatever the fuck they say you know and it's super boring i tried to watch a little bit of it but it was just like it was just when you watch these things it's like watching c-span when you're a kid it's just like the most boring people being the most boring they can be but basically what happened is what everyone fucking knew was going to happen, which all the states got together and each sealed their, they, they made official the tallies of each state and, who, and, and awarded them officially. And unsurprisingly, exactly what the media and each individual state had been saying all along, Joe Biden won because all the states elected their chose or, 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 or fucking allocated their electors according to the will of the voters which is exactly what the fucking result of the election was which we've known for weeks but all the crazy people who decided that actually in fact Donald Trump won and actually in fact this election is laced with election fraud this one not other ones except all the other ones that Donald Trump lost and might lose in the future. Those ones are rigged. But yeah, today was just another way for all those people to to prove how fucking crazy they are. Because every time a new thing happens that seals the fate of the Trump presidency, they're they're all figuring out immediately ways. You look at QAnon shit, they're like, well, well, I guess this means the military is involved now. Got to get the military now to to fight back against this coup. Like the military is just sitting around waiting. Like they're like they understand that the last resort, like everyone in the military is going to be like, all right, time to go to war inside America. Like what? No. And then there's people who just don't tell you why. 
there's the people I see online that don't tell you why. They don't even give a they don't even give a bad reason, an, an absurd pie in the sky reason, like the military. They're just like, you don't understand. Joe Biden is not the president elect. The media doesn't decide. The courts don't decide. And then they just don't get to the part that decides, you know. So these people, their delusions are becoming uh, more and more diluted. But it's crazy how little there is to go off of, how few reasons they have to believe that their candidate might win. Like, let's just fucking look at reality. You lost. I say that with no joy, no glee. It's only depressing that you people are fucking in denial about it. Your guy lost. Every election, someone loses. At least one person loses. This time, your guy lost. And that's just how the fuck it is. Texas, uh, the lieutenant governor of Texas, who's a, or some lawyer, I don't even know, I guess it was, was it? I don't know, who the fuck knows? Some guy in Texas uh, filed some thing with the Supreme Court, the actual Supreme Court of the United States, uh, asking them to overturn the elections in Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, and Georgia. Because of some reason, they didn't like it. They pointed to some study that said at a certain time on election night, statistically, the odds of Biden winning were so minuscule that there's no way it could have happened. Which totally, again, doesn't take into account that some states tally their absentee and mail-in votes after in-person voting. It's literally legally a thing certain states have to do but no they don't want to they don't want to consider that it's just like the the it's it's the construction of the blinders that these people have on to even allow themselves a glimmer of thinking that the shit that they're talking about is true is astounding and it's a testament to how fucking how just how crazy crazy people can be Crazy people aren't necessarily out there in the street with a fucking Viking hat on with one foot hanging off their bike going, Argh! that's not necessarily what it means to be crazy. Crazy people can have normal jobs. They can look normal. They can talk normal. But crazy emboldens crazy until you have what we're looking at now, which is just one fucking guy in control of the entire Republican Party apparatus just being like, no, I won. Actually, I won. And then every single person's like, he won. Oh, he fucking won. How do you know that? Well, it's fucking rigged. Well, how do you know it's rigged? Because he says, how does he know it's rigged? Because he said it. It's time, everybody. The election is literally sealed. It's over. Donald Trump fucking lost. Oh, by the way, the offer I made last week on last week's episode... Anybody who listens, who's a a Trump supporter, who really, really, really does believe that Joe Biden will not be president come January 20th, I offered to bet anybody, any amount of money, everything I own, I would put it, I would wager everything I possess. If we could, we could like drop a fucking contract, do it the proper way. As long as you're willing to fucking sign it, I'll sign in blood. I will bet anything with anyone that Joe Biden will be president on January 20th. I made that offer on here. Not one motherfucker, even though I know a lot of you are Trump supporters, which is fine. Support who you want. I don't give a fuck. This is not the point. If Joe Biden lost, I wouldn't be out there every day being like, Joe Biden won. Because what happened, the thing that happened is the thing you have to say. Either that or you're a liar or you're crazy. If a thing happened, 
if I was walking down the street and a, and a, and I was talking to somebody next to me and it was non-COVID times and I wasn't wearing a mask and a fucking fly buzzed into my mouth and I went <coughs> and I reached into my mouth and pulled a fly out and flicked it and the person I'm with was like, oh my God, I can't believe that happened. That fucking fly just flew right in your mouth. And I looked at that person straight in the eye and I said, a fly did not fly into my mouth. And then the person I'm with said, well, no, I saw it. You choked, you, you took it out of your mouth, you flicked it. And I'm just like, a fly did not fly into my mouth. I did not choke. And you did not see me reach into my mouth take out a fly and flick it. That person would be like, you're many things and all of them would be bad. I'd be a fucking asshole. I'd be a liar. I'd be crazy. I'd be super fucking weird. And that person would never hang out with me again. But that's what's happening. That is literally what's happening. The most powerful person in the world for at least, you know, another month and a half, 40 days, whatever it is, is acting that crazy. And almost all of his supporters are just are just looking at him being like, no, nah, a fly didn't fly in his mouth. You can't be that crazy. Why is it that you can't be that crazy in the world at like a regular job? But if you're that crazy and you're the most powerful man in the world, it's all good and 80 million people vote for you. Fucking no. You know what I mean? Just fucking no. Anyway, today was another nail in the coffin. But you look online, you look at right-wing social media, right-wing media in general. Nah, he's still got a chance. On fucking, on, uh, in March 2023, when it's just like 800 days into Joe Biden's presidency, I guarantee you these fucking people are still going to be like, He's not really president. Everybody's like, oh, you know, whenever I talk to people, they're like, oh, I wonder when all these people are just going to find, I wonder when it's finally going to sink in with these people. What I wonder is when it's going to finally sink in with you asking me when it's going to sink in with these people, because the answer is fucking never. Every day is a new opportunity for it to sink in. Every day of the last four years is a new opportunity for it to sink in that the guy in charge is a fucking crazy guy. And every single day, it didn't sink in. Why the fuck do you think it's a matter of days that it's going to start to sink in? At a certain point, you're the fucking crazy one, or at least you're just as crazy as the people who it can't sink in with in the fucking first place. Also, it's not just the crazy, crazy motherfuckers. This is most Republicans. Something like I saw something like 70% of Republicans think Joe Biden stole the election. And then you get into the fucking why these people fear that so much and it's some kind of communist takeover. Let me ask you something. Do you who are screaming about a communist takeover, do you fucking know do you even have a fucking clue what communism is? Don't fucking Google it. Think about it right now. If you're fearing the communist takeover, that Joe, a Joe Biden presidency, the specter of a Joe Biden presidency, if you fear the communist revolution that that administration is going to bring, don't Google it. Use your brain. And tell yourself, I don't give a fuck if you're alone, tell yourself what you understand communism to be. I fucking guarantee you, you don't know what it is. You've been had, motherfuckers. 
You've been had, and I get no joy out of saying that. It's not some ha-ha shit. You've been fucking had. You've been duped, and it's better. Come with a fucking water's warm. Reality's not so fucking great, but when you're running up this fucking hard against reality, when you're trying to fucking tell somebody the fly didn't fly in your mouth, when the person just saw the fucking fly go in your mouth, it's time. Give it up, dude. It's over. All of it is fucking over. And guess what? When you finally let that fucking whatever you got holding on, whatever you're holding on to for dear life on the inside, when you finally give up, when you finally let that shit dissolve, I promise you, everyone, all the most anyone's going to do is going to be like, oh, you were acting pretty fucking crazy there for a while. You're not going to look dumb. Everyone's going to be fucking relieved. The way I think of it is I, I, people who are like, oh man, who are very, 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 I can count them on one fucking hand. The people who are former Trumpers who have, quote, seen the fucking light. Anytime that happens, it's just like, I'm as relieved as I am a friend who stops, an alcoholic friend who stops drinking or a fucking addict who stops using. I'm just like, oh, I'm so happy now. I don't feel like I won or that person lost. I just think fucking thank God my friend is not in the grips of a fucking shitty thing anymore. And I haven't had a friend get out of a cult, but if I did, it would be the same shit. I wouldn't be like, I wouldn't sit down here. What I wouldn't do if a friend got out of a cult, I wouldn't sit him down and be like, hey, listen, you're a fucking idiot. How fucking stupid are you forever falling for that? That's not how it goes. Come on. Come on in where the fucking water's warm. It's safe. We're going to fucking hang out and have a good time. I'm not saying change your political ideology. But face fucking reality. I'm not asking you to be excited about Joe Biden. I'm not asking you to become a fucking Democrat. I don't give a shit. What I give a shit about is you being in touch with reality. Because people who are not in touch with reality, I don't want them near me. Because that is scary. And I don't want you to scare me. Because being scared is bad. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's just like fucking... What's it gonna take, dude? What is it gonna fucking take? When is it gonna sink in? Hey, when is it gonna sink in, Matt? It's never gonna fucking sink in. And when I think about that, I'm just like, fucking. Feeling like I do. Who goes out on a Tuesday night in the stand? Balls too quiet and the cover band is too loud. Step outside. I'm about to leave when you walk right on fire and I just freeze. All the time you try to find someone you hear me like you And I'm not the type who likes to rush in, but I want to I don't know you, but it feels like I do And I was frozen when you walk in the room Cause every single word, it just makes my stomach turn Cause I don't know you, but it feels like I do Wow. I mean, when I sing uh, on top of that, I realize how bad I sound. But what I, and I always realize how bad I sound. But what I 
I know I do this every week because I'm M Diesel. I'll fucking just drop a fucking M Diesel track on you out of nowhere because I feel like it because I'm M Diesel. Now, when I do that, I'm aware of how bad and ridiculous I sound. What I'm not always cognizant of, because I'm singing over Vin Diesel, my Diesel brethren, I'm M Diesel, he's Vin Diesel. When I do that, I don't always, but I did this time, I don't always realize how fucking unbelievably terrible Vin Diesel is at singing. And this time, while I was singing, I was like, I'm so terrible, this is so terrible sounding, but even my purposefully terrible thing that I'm doing is better than what Vin Diesel's doing. What's up with actors who are just like, I sing, I fucking sing. I mean, I know I've talked about Vin Diesel and uh, not to fucking beat a dead horse, but so many fucking actors do that. I know Jeremy Renner does that shit. Wow, the Renner one? Wow, dude. You're not good at singing. You know what I mean? Here we go. Here's the Renner one. Oh, fuck. My brother used to play this song. <laughs> I mean, so much reverb. Ah, coming. This is bad. You can't sing, dude. You can't... You you guys aren't singers. Like, what, what is... I guess I get the allure of, like, being a rock star. You know, yeah, you want to be a rock star. But you're already a famous fucking actor. Why do you decide... Why did you just decide you get to do both? You can't do both. I mean, you, you you're doing it so... F- legally you can and people will let you but you can't in the sense that you're bad at it then again at least jeremy renner is good at acting vin diesel is as bad at acting as he is at singing vin diesel can't even talk the one thing an actor needs to do the one fucking thing an actor could have no eyes no hands no nose, no legs, no arms. All those things. An actor could just be fucking great. A great actor can be any race, any gender, have any disability. But what an actor really can't have, what a, an actor really can't have be the case It can't be the case that an actor can't fucking talk. Fuck that. Vin's in that movie Boiler Room uh, with Giovanni Ribisi. It's like some fucking Wall Street scam movie. And at the end of the movie, I don't know why I remember this. I don't know why I remember this, but I, I mean, I saw it like 20 fucking years ago, but it, at the very end when everything's falling apart because things always fall apart in movies like that. And every movie like that, there's like a scene where like two of the guys are in like a stairwell away from the office and like one of them is crying, you know, and their ties are loosened and they're like, what's going on? How did this happen? Like fucking Wolf of Wall Street shit. Um... But in Boiler Room, it's Vin Diesel and Giovanni Ribisi. And in that scene, in that movie, Giovanni's name is Seth. And Vin, even at that age, even when his star was rising, he couldn't talk. Even then, he talked like he had seven tongues inside his mouth instead of just the customary one. His tongue is seven. He always got stung by a bee on his tongue. His tongue is seven times the size of a, of a, of a normal tongue. And the only, I've never even seen his tongue. The only reason I know that is because the way he talks, 
that's true. I can tell that that's true by the way he talks. But anyway, Giovanni Ribisi's name in that scene is Seth. In that movie is Seth. And Vin, as things are all falling apart and they're all like crying and fucking punching the wall, Vin goes, fuck Seth! Fuck Seth! And even then, I just was thinking, the thing I always think when Vin Diesel's on screen, which is, what? Hey, Vin, what? Always. Doesn't matter what he said. It's always a valid question. Hey, Vin, what? Fuck, Seth. And then didn't fucking... uh, You know what also about actors who sing? There's some that like... It's not just new. This has been going on for fucking ever. There's like Billy Bob Thornton sings. It's bad. Kevin Bacon sings. It's bad. Russell Crowe sings. It's bad. What are you guys fucking doing? And then there's women too. Scarlett Johansson sings. It's bad. Fucking Paris Hilton sings. I'm a writer. I know I have this podcast. I still consider myself a writer. They're kind of close to writing and doing this. Acting and singing are not really that close. It's like if I was just fucking like, you know, oh, you know what, actually? Today, I'm a plumber. And that's just true now. Now, today, as of today, I'm also a plumber. And I plumb. And I'm going to start a fucking Yelp page. And I got a plumbing company. And I'm going to go on there. And people can find me on Yelp. And I'll go plumb for people. I'll go unclog fucking toilets. I'll fix garbage disposals. I'll fucking put in new sinks and shit. Why? I decided that I do that now. Just like Jeremy Renner decided he's a singer now. Just like Vin Diesel was like, I think. Hey, Vin, what do you really want to do? I know you, you. now that you've reached this pinnacle of success as an actor, what do you want to do now with your life? I want to sing. What? Well, Matt, I want to sing. Okay, you're a dinosaur. Congrats. And I haven't gotten into it yet, but he has a new song. And I'll be honest, I haven't even listened to it yet. And I'm going to listen to it now with all of you. It's called Days Are Gone. And it came out after, I mean, he's just pumping them on out. This one came out like last month. Feel Like I Do came out the month before. He's just, at this rate, we're going to be a lucky fucking population of people. All right, here's Days Are Gone by Vin Diesel. Oh, cool. It sounds like every song. What? 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 Oh, fuck. I got like 10 words in a row I understood, but four of them were uh, ended in day. This one's kind of a fucking banger. Anyway, I'm a plumber. I'm a plumber now. <clears throat> um, so that's cool. What do you want to do with the rest of your life, Vin? I want to sing. Okay, what? Um, I guess I'll take a break now, and when I come back, I will talk about some more great shit, and... 
Don't go anywhere. Matt D'Elia is confused. We'll return right after the break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And the back. And I was talking about music earlier, and I'm going to continue talking about music. But before I forget, because I just remembered, people talk about the fucking what is this fucking show called? People. All right. Let me let me let me just. I got a thing. I got a bone to pick with a. a I'm assuming a lot of you. I know so many people that watch cooking shows and food shows and shit. That's boring. It's a boring thing to do. People just put on Gordon Ramsay shit, watch him be a total fucking asshole. You are fucking ugly. He's just like the rudest guy ever. I get why you want to watch him, but people just watch like fucking hot ones. Just watch people eat hot sauce. And then you just watch other people cook food, competition shows. That's boring. Watching other people make food and then other people eat that food. What is wrong with you? What is wrong with all of you people who like that stuff? You're not eating it. You're looking at food. Sometimes the food looks amazing. Don't get me wrong. But then you don't eat it. And then maybe you'll tell me, oh, but I make it, but I, I make it at home. No, you fucking don't. You watch other people cook food and then you watch other people eat it. You're fucking doing it wrong. But there's a new one of these things that I can't tell you how many people... T- mentioned just either in passing to me or i read about it online people watching it the great the british fucking whatever british bake-off the great british baking show i don't know that noel guy and the two old ladies i don't know anybody's name the guy's name is noel there's two old ladies these are all the hosts and then there's the guy whose name i can't forget because he has the coolest name ever his name's Paul Hollywood. And he's got like, I mean, you probably know, but he's got like the, the, the most like manicured beard ever. He looks like he just got out of a tanning salon. He's just fucking got the most perfectly trimmed, peppery, salt and peppery beard. Fucking hair gel. And he... He's got the most smoldering look in his eye, and he's got a little smirk on his face all the time. He always looks like he. Uh, and I, 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 just for fucking context, I watched the show because everybody was talking to me about how good it is. Here's how good it is: it's just like every other, every single other cooking show. So it's that good. It's as good as cooking shows. Um, but I watched a whole episode. And Paul Hollywood always looks like he's sitting on the meanest secret that he could ever divulge to you. So if you're talking to him about like, you know, there's some, there's some woman making a pina colada cake, you know, and she's telling him why, and she's telling him what it means to her, why she chose pina colada, why the design is the way it is, all this shit, you know. Like like every other cooking show that's 
ever been. And Paul Hollywood is staring at her with that glint in his eye and that fucking perfect beard and the tan and the fucking little grin. Looking at her like he knows what her butthole looks like. He's just like fucking staring at her and it makes people uncomfortable. And I think the idea is that he's the mean one, but he's never even really mean. Like all these shows always have like a dickhead Simon Cowell figure. And I think he's supposed to be that one because the Noel guy is the funny guy. The two old women are like, they're funny too. And one of them is like, I don't know. I don't fucking know. But Paul, I think it is supposed to be the mean one. And I think people think of him that way, but all he's doing to make it seem like he's mean is looking at you like he could draw a perfect sketch and exactly to scale an exact replica of an exact replica sketch of your butthole. That's how he looks at you when, when you're talking. He's just like, oh, I know, I know the truth. I know the ultimate truth about you that you don't even know. I know exactly what your butthole looks like. <clears throat> and honestly, that's the only takeaway I have from the show. That's what stood out. Paul Hollywood looks at the person he's talking to or the person who's talking to him like he knows exactly what his or her butthole looks like and he can draw a perfect sketch of that butthole like a sketch artist like a police sketch artist does of like a a suspect he can draw that of your butthole anyway getting back into music um uh something was brought to my attention uh, and it's disturbing. It's disturbing, but as you all know who listen to the show, you know that sometimes I talk about disturbing things, and that's we're just going to do it this time, okay? We're going to do it again right now. We're going to delve into the disturbing. It involves BTS. BTS, I don't know what BTS means, but anyone who's anyone knows BTS, the Korean boy band. They had the biggest hit of the year. Uh, that song, Dynamite. Which, I covered that in an entire episode, and I don't need to retread the entire thing, but if we want to have a refresher... Shoes on, get up in the mall, couple minutes, let's rock and roll. King Kong, kick the drum, rolling on like a rolling stone. Sing song when I'm walking home, jump up to the top of the brown. Ding dong, call me on my phone, iced tea and a game of ping pong. This is getting heavy, can you hear the bass boom? I'm ready. Okay, that's that song. That's the song that is the biggest song of the year. We are fucked. Our lives are over. That is just the, f- the fact of the matter. Life is bad. That song is the most popular song of the year. Life is bad. When it's on, as I covered in the other episode, that I cover all the ins and outs of BTS, and this song in particular, when it's on, because we are mere humans and we have the brains we have, we like it when it's playing. Even though right after it's off, we hate the song And we hate ourselves for having just liked it. That's what's going on. A computer made the song. And it's like our overlord. It knows exactly the sounds to make. That even though we hate it, we can't help but sing and and dance and whatever the fuck. So they're built to make money for a lot of people. And it's working. To take that to a whole other fucking level... Christmas has come along. 
the time of year where everyone is looking to squeeze out every possible penny from any possible sucker. And the geniuses who made dynamite have decided to make a Christmas version, a holiday version of dynamite. I guess I'll just, I'm just going to play it here. Oh, cool. A fucking, oh, cool. Hang on. Fucking shit got fucked up. Give me a second. That's cool. When you go to play something that you got queued up and then it fucking, something happens and it has to reload and everything gets all fucked up. That's pretty cool that that happens. Anyway, here's the song. And yeah. Why does every holiday song start like that? I hate that. I mean, I didn't even get four seconds in and I already hate what's going on. Here we go. Okay, you get the idea. That's abysmal. It's abysmal. It's not even the, it's like they didn't even, they got lazy. They didn't want to pay for the computer. They're just like, now these people are just fucking putty in our hands. It doesn't matter what we put out. Let's just put a little fucking holiday sounding intro that every holiday song has. The sparkly shit in the beginning. And then let's just put all of our porcelain doll BTS members near a tree. Take video of them barely even pretending to lip sync. And change the beat just a little bit, just enough to be able to call it a new song. And then let's just watch money come to us. <clears throat> and the other guy in the room was like, well, okay, what's the budget on this? I guess we gotta we gotta pay the computer guys who plug everything into the computer and the other guy in charge is like, no, 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 no. We already paid them. The algorithm guys, the guys who plug in the keywords and then the, their computer spits out a song for us, we already paid them. We have the song now and everybody already likes it. All we got to do is hire some idiot to kind of rearrange it for Christmas. As long as we got the six porcelain doll looking motherfuckers, we're good. People don't care what it sounds like. They already like it. So they got fucking... They skimped on the fucking budget. And guess what? It's fucking went up three days ago. It's got fucking 10 million views already. Now, granted, 600 of them are mine. But that's still 10 million views. Minus 600. They look so fucked up in their faces their faces look so fucked up and everyone's just alright with it they have so much I'm looking at them right now they have the most plastic surgery and everyone just fucking la-di-da likes it 
fuck it, they like the song, who cares? That's fucked up. Let's talk about that more, how fucked up it is. Um... Yeah. So, I guess I'll just stay on the fucking theme of, of singers. Uh, you young people might not know who this is, but uh, there is a very famous singer who is, his name is Smokey Robinson. He's very old now, but he has many, 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 many hits. And he's a legend. He's a music legend, Smokey Robinson. Um, and, uh, he and many legends and many famous people and many, all kinds of celebrities are on Cameo. Now I, I even, even I'm on Cameo and if I'm on Cameo, you know, everybody's on Cameo. Okay. Uh, nobody. I'm actually, I haven't checked in a while. Maybe I'll start doing that again. Fucking whoops. I get the alerts that they come in orders for Cameos and then I'm like, oh yeah, I'll do that. And then I just totally fucking forget. But I'm going to start paying more attention. Tis the season to fucking take money out of people's pockets for no good reason, so I might as well get in on the act. Um, but yeah, if you want one, find me on there. But but Smokey Robinson, who probably costs like $7,000 a cameo, uh, is on there. And somebody paid him to do a cameo. Pretty straightforward. Nothing too crazy about that. My friend, actually the producer of this show, sent me a cameo that Smokey Robinson did. And I didn't watch it. I forgot about it. And he yelled at me. He's like, watch the fucking Smokey Robinson cameo video. I was like, oh shit, all right. And I scrolled back. And I watched it. And let me tell you something. I'm glad I did. Because it's the best thing that happened in the year 2020. Now look, if you don't know who Smokey Robinson is, it's probably not as funny. But the only thing you need to know, it's not like you need to know his catalog of songs or what he sounds like. What you need to know is that he's insanely legendary. He's a hugely famous singer, okay? And uh, I'm just going to play you the audio of it because that's all that matters. Hey, Marco. How you doing? Surprise, surprise. This is Smokey Robinson. I know you didn't expect to hear from me. But I was contacted by your sons, Jeff and Jarrah. And they wanted me, they told me that you used to live in Detroit across the street from me. And gosh, that's, that's beautiful. Um, how are you doing again? <laughs> nice talking to you again, I guess. But anyway, you're living in Vancouver now. And they wanted me to wish you happy Chinooka. I have no idea what Chinooka is, but happy Chinooka <laughs> because they said so. Anyway, God bless you, babe. And enjoy Chinooka. Have a wonderful time. Wow, he just can't stop doing it. Fucking Chanuka. <laughs> I mean, how are you? <laughs> how are you alive? And not know that that word is Hanukkah. And also, how are you reading it <laughs> on a video that is being sent out into the world without looking up what it is and maybe a hint of how to say it? Fucking Chanuka, dude. Hey, Smokey, somebody paid you for that. That is the key word in the entire script of that cameo. That entire request is there for those two sons to wish their father, who obviously is a big fan of you, a happy Hanukkah. And you're being cool and you're being nice and it's cute and it's sweet and your vibe is very cool. But man, that word is Hanukkah. That word is not Chanukah. I'd be like if uh, somebody uh, somebody asked me 
somebody pays me to do a cameo for their mother, Sally. And they write a little message and they're like, hey, Matt, big fan of the podcast. Uh, so is my mom. Her name is Sally. Uh, this Christmas, I didn't know what to get her, so I decided to get her a cameo from you. Uh, all, say whatever you want. Uh, I'm sure she'll love it, but if you could just throw in a Merry Christmas, that would be great. And I get the cameo, and I, and I, and I see it. it's okay. It's for Sally. Send her, uh, and then I, I say whatever I want. And, and then I got to get in the one thing about the holiday. So I go and I start to come in. I'm like, hey, Sally, uh, this is from, this is from your, uh, your two kids, Brett and, and, uh, Susan. And they love you very much. And they tell me that you're a fan of mine. I really appreciate that. And, uh, you know, I hope you're having a great uh, time off, maybe celebrating whatever. You know, I hope you're with your family. I know a lot of people don't get to be with their family. Uh, Maybe I make some jokes, whatever the fuck. I'm not going to make them now because that sucks because Sally's not real. And then I go on and then I finish it. I wrap up the cameo and I say, also, just here's wishing you a very, very merry, merry Christmas. A very, very merry Tristmas. <laughs> Sally, I want to wish you a very merry Tristmas. That wouldn't happen because everyone knows words such as Christmas, also such as Hanukkah. Damn, I. F- fucking love shit like that when people get words wrong say the wrong shit uh i remember when i was a kid we we would have to read like passages from certain textbooks aloud certain books in english class certain textbooks in other classes and one kid had the shitty luck in history class to have to read a passage where the word it's we first of all through no fault of his own this is not to pick on that kid but he had he he got chosen to read a passage with the word sovereign in it often s o v e r e i g n sovereign like sovereign nation right uh, it always goes hand in hand with nation because that's weird. Some words only go with other words like pregnant, pregnant women are beaming, but no one else beams. I don't understand. But sovereign is another one of those words that only goes with nation. But this phrase sovereign nation was in the text that he had to read aloud like three different times. And each time he said sovereign. And so three times he said sovereign nation. Sovereign nation. Sovereign nation. And each of those three times, I peed inside of my pants because I was laughing so hard. And I'll never forget it. And I love when people mispronounce words. When people... Pispronounce their worms. I really, really do enjoy it. Um, fucking Chinooka, dude. Peed my pants. Peed my pants when I heard Chinooka. Peed my pants when I heard Sovereign. And, you know, I'll pee my pants again next time somebody mispronounces a word. Got a couple more minutes. I think uh, I'm just gonna talk about one thing. I'm gonna pro- prognosticate a little bit about the future. There's a vaccine for COVID on the horizon. It just got to many of the United States, and frontline healthcare workers are getting it first, and then I think some doctors, and then you know, at-risk people, and and I'll I'll probably never get it because I'm like I looked up where I am, like on a list, the order of people who can get it, and I'm like. In all of Los Angeles County, I'm like 18 millionth or something. 
but that's fine. I'm not at risk and I'm not at an age that is at risk. So fucking whatever. Other people should get it first. And, um, but I've been thinking about it, like not just the rollout and when people are going to start getting it and what it's going to be like for people, but it doesn't take you very long to think about the implications of a world in which some people are vaccinated and some people aren't. I don't think I need to get into it, but just briefly, there are many, many, many people in this country and around the world who just not just anti-vaxxer people who are like anti who think, you know, measles vaccines give you fucking autism. It's not just that shit. It's like uh, there are a lot of people who are like, I'm afraid to take this vaccine because it's new and it's untested or whatever the fuck. You know, and people think it's going to like make their face droopy or something or give them seizures, which I guess is possible. But guess what? If my doctor says it's okay, I take it because I'm not a doctor. The doctor is a doctor. And I don't know medical things better than the doctor. If I did, I wouldn't pay a doctor. I would be my own doctor. Yeah, so there's all these people who think they're doctors out there talking about all the terrible side effects of the vaccine and why they're not going to get it, whatever. But what's going to happen is, and this is very, very obvious, and I can't believe no one thinks this far, but I do. It's going to get to a point where, you know, you're not going to be able to, I don't know if it's going to be this, to this extent, but it's going to be things like you won't be able to fly if you haven't been vaccinated. You won't be able to go to a restaurant if you haven't been vaccinated. You definitely won't be able to be hired in certain jobs if you haven't been vaccinated. You won't be able to go to sporting events if you haven't been vaccinated. And this is going to not be just sort of like a, about whether you want to put the vaccine in your body. It's going to be about whether you want to participate in life as you knew it. Because you won't be able to unless you've been vaccinated. Film sets won't hire crew members unless they've been vaccinated. But the thing is, you're going to have to prove that you've been vaccinated. And obviously, the way you're going to have to prove it is you're going to have to have some slip, some piece of paper. Now, maybe you're starting to see where I'm going with this. But anti-vax people, just like anti-lockdown people, just like anti-mask people, the first thing they always like to do is say, what is this, 1939 Germany? This is how Nazis behave. I've even talked about it on the show before. About that one pastor talking about how telling students they're going to have to quarantine for a week if they see more than their immediate family for Thanksgiving. Pastor said, that sounds like Nazis to me. You ever seen a Nazi movie? That's how Nazis talk. No, it's not. And that's nothing like how Nazis talk. Fucking, if you don't know that, believe me. But now, once you're in a society where people are starting to ask you to prove that you've been vaccinated, ask you to prove anything, and to ask you to prove that with a piece of paper, they'll fucking cry from little baby right-wing people, conspiracy theorists, about Nazis is going to be so fucking loud and so fucking inappropriate. That is going to be on a platter for them. Just to be like, I knew it. We are in Germany. We are in Berlin. And it is 1939. And it's going to be the most annoying thing ever. But fucking get ready for it. Because it's coming. Once we start having a... Once... First of all... Once people start to become economically... Affected by not being vaccinated... They're going to get vaccinated. And the ones that don't are going to be so fucking loud about how unfair it is and how we're all being turned into sheep and how we live in a fucking socialist, Nazi socialist country. And what happened to America? What happened to freedom? And the obvious counter will be what happened to the freedom of the people running those businesses who decided that they only want customers who are vaccinated so they don't get sued for having fucking COVID-19 outbreaks. That's just as much freedom, okay? They have the freedom to not let you in if you haven't been vaccinated, period. 
places have the freedom to not hire you if you are considered a health risk. And if you are not vaccinated, you are considered a health risk by those people. This will not stop those annoying motherfuckers from calling everyone a Nazi. But it is the truth. And that is something to not look forward to. But mark my words, I guarantee you it's going to be the fucking primary refrain from these motherfucking idiots. I mean, it's like a joke. It's like a Nazi joke. Show me your papers to prove that you're not a fucking Jewish and don't belong in some kind of concentration camp. The kind of terrible shit they did over there. Where are the papers? It's going to be so annoying. But guess what? I don't care if I'm 18 millionth. I'm getting fucking vaccinated. And you are annoying. You are annoying. If you talk about the drawbacks of the vaccine. You are an annoying contrarian. Thank you. Also, meanwhile, everyone who says they're not going to get the vaccine is on the right. Politically. The president, the sitting president, who is your fucking hero. Every other word out of his mouth is vaccine. He takes credit for it. Operation Warp Speed, whatever the fuck. He wants to take ownership of the vaccine. He prides himself on it. He says we're getting it in record time. And you don't want to fucking take it? That is not congruous. You make no sense. What's up? I thought you did everything he said. Not this one fucking thing? Fuck you. Okay. Uh, Can't wait to get vaccinated. COVID is on the fucking rise like a motherfucker. I'm starting to know people who are getting it. It's getting crazy out there. Be safe. Wear a fucking mask. They work. Stay home when you can. Stay socially distanced when you're out. I love you. I don't want you to die. I don't want you to get sick and die. Uh, all right, everybody, take care of yourselves. Be safe. Stay on when you can, and I will talk to you soon. Okay.